Hello, everybody, and welcome to Strung Out. We're on our ninth episode this week, and uh, once again, we're kind of um, staying in so- indoors because it's uh, relatively warm here in Chicago, and uh, um, it's cooled down a little bit, but there is still a persistent air conditioner. I'm not going to say whose, but it's on. And uh, last week, we were just totally <laughs> drowned out. So we're just, I guess we're getting ready for the fall by just moving things indoors. It's always kind of weird sonically when I was editing this last week. I, I could hear the room. So um, we just got to get used to it. But uh, I've got uh, with me uh, my co-host, Sandeep Gopal. And I also have uh, Andy Courtenay who is my wife, but also a um, medicinal herbalist, uh, studied in uh, Western and Chinese medicine. She studied under Michael Tira, uh, one of the founders of the American Herbalist Guild. Very happy to have uh, both of you guys on the show. Um, as usual, we are going to start in with a little bit of rant, uh, just to kind of look at what's going on in the news. Boy, another dull week, huh, Sandeep? Uh, what did you What did you observe? Well, first, the blockbuster report we have to talk about that Trump um, disparaged troops, uh, refused to go to the cemetery in Paris to see the troops because he was afraid his hair might get wet in the rain, calling troops losers and suckers, those who went who died in Vietnam, and I think the real shocker was uh, talking about General Kelly's son, where he stood by his grave and, and asked him. The fa- a gold star father, what's in it, you know, why did they do it? What was in it for them? Um, he's denied it, but it's been um, verified by every news outlet, including Fox News yesterday. So there's a pretty good chance that, you know, it's the truth and he said it. And uh, I'm speechless at this point. I, I, is there anything this man has not said or done um, that will sway people's minds to, to look for another candidate? We're at that point now where we have people that basically uh, the battle lines have been drawn. Uh, I think anybody that's undecided truly is uh, probably a minority. And uh, at this point, uh, I read one editorial where they said that Trump could actually get away with shooting somebody and his base would still vote for him. Even though these things are shocking, they come on the heels of everything else that's been shocking out there about this guy. He's uh, either going to go to jail or he's going to go to a mental asylum or he's going to go to both, Um, or maybe Russia. I still think that that still is possible. But um, let me turn it over to you, Annie. Well, of course, this uh, story hits home for me. My grandfather was a Philippine scout with the U.S. Army and served uh, in World War II, was captured um, and completed, survived the Bataan Death March, um, came, was, and then was held in a, in a, as a prisoner for a long time, even in the Philippines. My grandmother went to visit him when he was there and got malaria on the march, had to have his appendix out at some point. There are just a whole bunch of things that went on. Um, but I don't know why people may not be able to believe that, that Trump said these things because his history is such that, I mean, what he said to McCain and the examples that Sandeep brought up, you know, show that his record, you know, with military and military families isn't exactly uh, it, well, it isn't good, <laughs> you know, and 
he's somebody who doesn't have an idea of service or selflessness, which is what our military gives us. And I think that he points to what he's done for the military, the budget, et cetera, et cetera, giving them a raise. But that's to get votes, I'm guessing. <laughs> you know? Well, I think we can all agree that then we're at a point where the people that are afraid of change, I think really that's probably where it stands. And again, I think part of it is just the, the problem. We're a vast country. Uh, we tend to uh, have very parochial views on large issues, aided and abetted really by um, just the the major news networks, all of them. Um, so if you lean in a certain direction, you're going to gravitate toward a certain direction. And I think the challenge here is to try to lean in another direction. And I ask you, Sandeep, if Trump is unfit for office, do you feel Joe Biden is fit for office? Because that's the next question one has to ask. Yes. The short answer is yes. Um, he has been a senator for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. He's, he's been vice president, uh, led several committees. Um, you know, Joe Biden has his flaws, and I don't agree with everything that he says, but you can be right about, or you can be wrong about a lot of things, but you have to be right about the few important things. And Joe Biden is right about those few important things. You know, respect for people's dignity, respecting the sacrifice of our military. You, you may not agree with, you know, the Iraq War or the Vietnam War, but you have to take into consideration that people sacrificed their lives to go to the war, and they didn't make that decision. Joe Biden has lost a son um, who served in the army. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he is the right guy for the job. You know, like I said, he, you may differ on his politics, but you have to respect the man. And if there's one person who can bring both sides together in some small way, it, it might just be him. Uh, one of the things that you did see this week were the the styles of the two guys when they uh, went to Kenosha, Wisconsin, a small town that got ravaged um, and still is dealing with it. If anybody uh, caught uh, John Oliver's last week tonight, you're going to see the clip um, from last week of the sheriff of Kenosha County uh, giving this horrible diatribe saying that uh, criminal black men need to be uh, baby machines, basically, he said, uh, paraphrasing, uh, paraphrasing uh, need to be warehoused. Now, that's like straight out of um, 1939 uh, Germany. Um, it, it's, it just has no place in America, period. Um, but uh, Annie, uh, with that loaded setup, two different president, or two, one's a president, one's a vice president, both in Kenosha this week. Is Biden fit to lead? And then we're going to move to a song. The short answer is yes. I agree with Sandeep on Biden. And I, I appreciate what he, he's able to kind of look at the whole sweep of history. You know, he doesn't exist in a bubble. And I, I like that he said, you know, this is one, this is our first real chance in generations to really look at what's happening with race in this country and to, I really like the way he put it, um, to heal uh, the original sin, or to address it at least, uh, the original sin of slavery. So I think, you know, that combined with what I truly believe is, is compassion, something that's very lacking in the, the president that we, we got, um, 
you know, is, is makes him uh, not only fit for presidency, but, you know, probably the right person at the right time, as flawed as, there's no perfect candidate, you know? But um, I think I think it could be, I think it could, it will definitely be a better, a better choice for our country. Well, let's, uh, let's move to a song then, guys. Uh, uh, I just got a song that came from uh, my uh, friend Mike Hagler that uh, is editing along with uh, Paul Von Mertens, who's also editing some of uh, the new songs that I'm writing during this wonderful pandemic. Uh, this, this song is called Your Smile. Originally, I kind of thought of it as uh, a kind of a Tom Petty kind of feel. And uh, what I've been doing is uh, having uh, Mike and Paul take great liberties with these songs. Uh, part of the reason is just uh, because I trust their creative genius. They're both geniuses in their own right. And uh, also, I just, uh, just I, I love getting surprises. Well, I was surprised when I got this song back from Mike. Um, I have a music uh, critic friend uh, by, by the name of Paul Schneider. I had him listen to two versions of this song. And the first version that we're going to play really reminded him uh, when he was just a, a young man uh, outside the whiskey, uh, a go-go in L.A. back uh, when, uh, you know, The Clash and uh, some of the, the heavy, heavy, not the heavy metal, but uh, punk rock was kind of coming in. So here it is. Uh, work off some of that stress because we're going to be coming back after this song talking about stress. Um, you're listening to Strung Out. And this is called Your Smile. Since I met you, I can't forget you. I fell in love with your smile. Yeah, I need you. I need to tell you. I fell in love with your smile. Don't walk away. I fell in love with your smile Give me your heart We'll never part I fell in love with your smile I fell 
here on Strung Out, and uh, let's turn right over to our interview with you, Anne. Um, let's talk about herbs. First of all, What these are stressful times. What kind of herbs do you recommend that people can use for stress? There's a couple of classes of herbs that uh, specifically uh, address stress, and um, you kind of have to look at what sort of uh, symptoms of stress are are there that you want to treat. So there is a class of herbs called nervines, and they kind of deal um, maybe a little bit more in the moment with anxiety. Some of them help with sleep. Some of them help with, um, you know, palpitations, that kind of thing. And then there's another class of herb, of, sorry, of herbs called adaptogens, and these are for the long haul. So, you know, they will help you adapt to ongoing stress. Can you give me some examples then of what are nervines? As the name uh, alludes to, they have to do with the nerves. So if you think about the nerves of a, of a person who is uh, at the end of their rope, we talk about having frayed nerves. These are the herbs that help with that kind of thing. Um, so for example, one herb that everyone knows is chamomile. Now uh, the same chamomile that uh, Peter Rabbit's mom gave him when he had his run-in with Farmer McGregor. You know, he comes home and she says, here, have a cup of chamomile tea. And that's a really gentle, calming uh, tea that you can take to help you sleep. It's also for indigestion. You know, it's, it's something that's accessible to everyone and that's good enough for children. If you need something a little stronger, maybe something like passion flower. This is for uh, a little bit more intense anxiety and sleep uh, disturbance. Um, and you can go even stronger. There's valerian that'll kind of that could knock you out, or kava that could really kind of zone you out, depending on how much you take. Interesting about nervines. Then what is the other category of herbs? Then the other category is called adaptogens, and it's not that these are harder hitting. It's just that over time their effects are cumulative and can strengthen your whole body to respond to stress. When we, are, when we encounter a stressful situation, we have the initial um, reaction, you know, when our body is alerted and our hormones, our cortisol, our adrenaline, all of that starts going. And then we deal with the stress, hopefully, and there's, there's, there should be a recovery period, you know. So uh, if, if we aren't able or if the stress continues and we lose our, our ability to adapt to that, uh, we can face, you know, basically nervous exhaustion. So herbs that are adaptogens help you over time to be able to prevent, to, to prevent that exhaustion, but also to recover more quickly and to respond more effectively. So in other words, sort of get freaked out and, and uh, go into a, you know, a nervous breakdown kind of thing if you're already at that point. Uh, adaptogens are best taken when you know that you're going to be going through a period of stress or you know that your life is stressful. So for example, right now, people are, uh, uh, are under ongoing stress because of the pandemic, which is touching so many levels of our lives. And you may not register it as stress, but it is stressful. Uh, this is a, it's, a, it's, a, it's requiring an adjustment 
um, for most of us. And um, whether or not we feel like, boy, this is really stressing me out, it's still there's still a there's still a certain degree of of I would say stress uh, response with us, you know. For, so homeschooling, for example, or um, working from home with all the distractions that that brings, or job insecurity, of course, you know, going to the uh, the the market and you know wearing your mask or seeing other people not wearing masks and being stressed out about these are all small stressors you know so um we have very strong adaptogens which will work um very deeply and very um profoundly like red ginseng that's the most or asian ginseng i should say that's the most well-researched one um that's sort of for older people who are already very depleted and then we have something like American ginseng. This is more like, you know, prime of your life, 40-year-old, you know, kind of, you know. And, and that helps you, uh, you know, it helps with endurance. It helps with sleep. It helps with, um, it helps with depression. You know, all of these, these herbs help all uh, systems of the body um, get back, reach homeostasis stasis and work uh, more optimally. Uh, more quickly during times of stress, and then if you want something maybe that's less, that's uh, less strong, you know, or or you're already in very good health, maybe a luthro. This is uh, it's sometimes called Siberian ginseng, um, but it's not a ginseng; it's in a different family, uh, which is a little bit milder, but also over time can help with endurance, stamina, and all that. Okay, we're now in September. And I know from a fact, being married to you, that you have a lot of herbs that are growing out in our backyard. But I also realize that there are people that do not have that luxury or, or can identify those types of herbs. Um, I'm probably one of them, even though I know. <laughs> I'm only told when you say, don't pull that thing out, that is, you know, uh, the root of that is good for something. Um, so believe me, folks, we have a lot of strange and wonderful things growing in our backyard that I have absolutely no idea what they are, but for the average person, how do they access nervines and adaptogens? Well, first of all, it's the end of the season. So if you've got any nervines like chamomile or lemon balm growing outside, you're probably, this is the end of the season. You're not going to be able to get at it, at least here in the Midwest. Also the adaptogens. Um, don't grow commonly in backyards. A lot of them are, you know, in Siberia and Russia and China, you know. So, uh, number one, education is key. Um, look up, you know, you can look on, you can look at uh, sites like herbcraft.org. That's uh, my friend Jim McDonald's site. You can look at Christopher Hobbs' site. He has an herbal prescriber. Just Google Christopher Hobbs and you'll find uh, really succinct and good information about these herbs. Um, David Winston, also look at his site, a lot of great products uh, at his site. Um, and speaking of products, uh, anything that you can find at Whole Foods will probably be pretty reliable. There are a couple of brands, Herb Farm I like, Gaia I like, and they have adaptogen blends. They have all sorts of Nervines uh, available, planetary herbs also. Um, David Winston is a herbalist and alchemist. You can find lots of wonderful things at his site. So, um, but the, the main thing is to make sure you uh, go with a company that has a reputation and that isn't just 
hey, I found this thing on Amazon, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I would be discriminating when it comes to that. Fantastic. And uh, pretty amazing you were able to cover all that uh, as quickly as you could. And it's a vast amount of uh, knowledge. For those of you that are outside the United States, um, we're going to have on the uh, podcast site um, some of those uh, references that Annie has given. So you can look at them and look up Jim McDonald and uh, some of the other uh, leaders in the herbal field. Um, But obviously taking herbs really gives you uh, resilience and um, we need it during these stressful times uh, with the politics uh, uh, just going on across the world. Um, But uh, here's a song that uh, we pulled out of the rack that just uh, it's the video of it on YouTube is getting a lot of hits, which makes me happy. Um, it's called "She's Going to Change the World," and all about being resilient and female. And uh, I firmly believe that uh, we're going to need a lot more female power coming in the future uh, to to help balance things in in our world. Uh, we're definitely uh, a little lopsided right now. So, she's going to change the world. You're listening to Strung Out. Yeah, there's no doubt, just look in her eyes. Yeah, no surprise, girl, right out. She, she's going to change the world. 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 She's
out of time on this episode. I want to thank uh, our guest, and Courtney. Annie, thank you for being on the show and talking about herbs. Thanks so much for having me, Marty. All right. And uh, Sandeep, I want to thank you as well for being on the show. And uh, once again, if you have any comments, thoughts, uh, feel free to reach me through my website, martinmccormack.com. That's martinmccormack.com. I will answer your email if you try contacting me. Uh, You can also get me through my site on Facebook, uh, which is also Martin McCormack. And uh, for those of you that need to have some visual uh, stress release, every week on Thursdays we have the Mr. Marty Show. And you can access those episodes anytime by visiting my YouTube site, which is also called Martin McCormack. Try to make it pretty easy. But on behalf of all of us here from Chicago, the Windy City, we wish you another week of staying safe, staying sane, and come back and join us next week for a little more rock and rant on Strung Out. <laughs>